Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. This is Kiss My Arts and I am joined today by Brendan Murray of the Glen Centre. Brendan, welcome to the programme. Delighted to be here. Thanks, Brefni. My pleasure. Brendan, thank you so much for hosting us. And we had a live show here in the Glen Centre, a preview of the county final, which went very well. We were delighted with the crowd, with the atmosphere, with the venue. It was just really first class. So thank you very much for looking after us. And thank you for coming in. <coughs> On our part, it was great to have, I suppose, a lot of people that were there, and I said it on the night, that would not normally engage with the Glens. So we're always very open to try and get new people in that mightn't be familiar with the Glens. And, of course, the GEA is the heart and soul of every every town in Ireland. So it was great, and it was a fantastic night. I was very impressed, yeah. Tell us a bit about the centre itself, the origin of where it came from, and how it came into being. Well, the Glens started around 1994. There was a local group committee. Prin Dignan would have been one of the leading lights, and his, his wife, Betty, uh, and... Uh, Hubert McMorrow and there were others who were probably um, um, I wouldn't be familiar with them all and they were I suppose keenly interested in theatre particularly and the old Methodist church was here and they managed to get funding which was a fantastic achievement but they also had the foresight to build on offices out the back uh, and uh, an apartment that can be used for visiting artists and then it developed over the years into, I suppose, what's fully-fledged art centre now. And it was funny when you were coming in earlier this morning and we had the Active Age group coming in and you were saying, my God, it's very busy here. And we have, it's multifaceted now. It's not just the original theatre as they saw it because they were all interested in theatre. They just wanted a place to put on their plays. Mm-hmm. We're now Arts Council funded. Um, we're funded by Pubble, which is very vital to our sustainability and Leitrim County Council and we have about seven eight staff now all on varying part-time contracts including myself I'm only here a year and a half so I'm only a blow in Um, but it's a remarkable facility incredible facility it's an incredible achievement it's an incredible uh, it says about the town the uniqueness of Manor Hamilton and I genuinely mean that because I've been welcomed here with open arms um, you know, very conscious you come in as a blow-in and who the hell is he and what's his ideas and what's he at. But they've been incredibly positive. And because I think there's a great pride in, you know, a huge element of the community in in the lens and, and what it is trying to do. And I'm only the keeper of the flame for the moment. I operate it on behalf of the community. So I'm always very open to whatever the community wants. I'll try and follow the best as I can. And that's channeled through our board of directors as well, of course. In terms of that question, who the hell is he? Tell us a bit about yourself and right, your yeah. own origins. In the um, well, I ask myself that every, every morning when I wake up and look at the mirror. Who the hell are you? Um, no, uh, I suppose I'm 30 years working in the arts. I'm from Dublin originally, but I'm living west for 30 years now. So I'm, um, I've been uh, rurally uh, adapted, conditioned. Yeah, theatre primarily. I, I trained in theatre and uh, directing. I've worked a lot in Galway. Uh, with various companies there, uh, the Town Hall, Magnus, companies like that. I uh, did a lot of work with TG Carr, both as in front of the screen and behind the screen. And I suppose I'm a bit of a poacher turned gamekeeper in that I only turned an arts director in the last six, seven years. I ran a beautiful centre up in a beautiful part of the country up in Belmullet and had a fantastic 
five, six years there, but it was time to come in from the cold because Bill Mullers is very, very remote. <laughs> and uh, this job came up, went first, and I'm delighted I got it. So, and I knew people here because there's a huge arts community here, so I knew people from over the years that were here. Let's talk about some of the events and pr- productions and courses and everything else that goes mm-hmm. on here in the centre on a day-to-day basis. What's the bread and butter of the Glen Centre? Well, the bre- well, we, we would... We, our box office would only account for about 20-22% of our income, which is very low. It needs to be higher, and that's a challenge we face, a challenge I face to try and get that higher, because about sustainability. Um, we have good rental income, again, getting back to what the founders did. You know, We get good rental income from businesses who rent from us here. Uh, rental of our facilities is not huge, but it's significant enough. You know, like I say, but but part of our the uniqueness about it is is that whilst we are a front facing art centre and that we program two or three events gigs every week, it's about community engagement as well. And I think that's very very important for you know small town Ireland and centres like us. Like there's one in Virginia, Ballybofey. There's lots of them around the country, and I think like we engage with about seventeen community groups in the town from the men's group the women's group uh, uh, intercultural forum right across the board and we're delighted to do that so you know even like say the Wild Rose Festival they'll rent <coughs> offices from us here on a temporary basis and I say to them look at yeah, you don't have any money we're the same whatever you have in the kitty throw us a few bob you know and literally a few quid but all that adds up and I suppose so it's multifaceted and we're not reliant on any one thing, except our funding is very, very important. But we don't want to be dictated to by our funding either. You know, we want to be free to be able to do what we want to do as well. Um, and I think that in community engagement is very, very important. Like we're getting more into residencies now, working with groups. We have the great Little John Nee, Little John nee working with the men's group at the moment uh, on, a, on a collaboration with the Sculpture Centre. Um, and that's the rain shed, is it? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is very interesting. He's one of Ireland's most unique performers, and again comes from a rural background. But um, and he understands rural Ireland, and he was fascinated by the sheds of Leitrim, and um, he's come up with this you know fantastic soundscape piece that will be seen in the sculpture centre next month. So it's. I suppose it is, it's multidisciplinary and it's multifaceted and uh, whilst the programming then is very essential, very, very important uh, for us as well, like we engage with the schools, we do a huge amount of work with the schools um, and our collaborative efforts with the Sculpture Centre is becoming more and more important because um, down the road the Arts Council will see these things as working in clusters and collaborations rather than individual funding, and I think that's important to us. We're now part of Creative Counties, which is six centres, Roscommon, Hawkswell and Sligo, the Dock and Carrick, um, Backstage and Longford, and we've now set up this Creative Counties group, which is very, very, very important, I think, and it's going to be a great initiative because there's 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 strength in that coming together of the six uh, counties, and we've got funding from Creative Ireland to develop that. Now, we came in here earlier and we were nearly knocked over by the ladies coming into yes. the active age group. How important are those community groups that you spoke about? Well, on two levels. For us, they're very important. It's, it's, it's we're, we're engaging with various different elements of the community. And I think we must never forget 
that this nobody owns the lens the community owns the lens it's it's a limited company it operates for the community like last november when i came here i was i was here about six months i had an open night called a lens on the lens where invited public artists to come in we had over 70 people downstairs it was fantastic uh, to, so a lot, of, a lot of people see around a place like the, oh, that, that, that's all for the arty crowd. That's not for me, and that's not. It's not. It's about the community. That's really what it is for. And so I wanted to hear their feedback. I wanted to hear what their and the reaction we got afterwards. The amount of emails I got, like, and because if people understand, you know, because there's nothing like you know you were saying after your event, you know, people come up saying, do you know what you should have done, whatever. Like people. And you're like, do you think I didn't think of that? There's a reason we can't. But by having that discourse and finding, actually, there may be a way of doing this. Um, so it's it's about them understanding what's in the operational end of things. It's not rocket science, but it is, you know, and money is always a big factor. Uh, and also reasons that you don't do certain things that people might think is blindingly obvious. There's a reason we can't do it because of, financial constraints or strategic um, uh, thinking and whilst it's not about the amount of bums on seats that you have we have to be very conscious of that too because like I said earlier our income from box is not sustainable it never will be because the population is not here and there are towns in this country far bigger than Manor Hampton would kill for a facility like the Glens um, so historically we're lucky that it's here uh, and I say we, the community, and I think, I hope, I, I feel part of the community now. Um, and I've been very lucky that way. So I suppose to use that dreaded term, going forward, is about making sure of the sustainability of the centre. And people think, like, and that's the bottom line. That's a constant struggle to make sure it's sustainable. Um, and luckily, I think, I think with our new strategic plan that we've got professional uh, development in, um, because we run an international fund for Ireland cross-border projects as well and that's been able to fund us bringing in facilitators to work with the board and myself and the staff to put together a strategic plan a part of which was that meeting we had the public meeting we had last year and I'm having another one in the first week in November again to invite the community to come in and engage, discuss it because I can't stress enough it's for the community and for their input Let's talk a little bit about that open forum for, for people maybe who, like you said, who think they're maybe outside that group of people that use the Glen Centre. Why should they come along and have their input on that night? Well, I think if the first thing they think that is who owns the Glens and gets back to what I was saying. The company is there to run the Glens, but it is on behalf of the community. I can't stress that enough. So I would like to think every person that lives in Manor Hamilton and its surrounds has a vested interest in the Glens. The thing about the arts world is people think, oh, that's not for me. That's the arty farty crowd and I don't know what they're doing there. What we do here is it's not magic. It's very simple. It's about entertainment, I like to think primarily, but also community engagement and development and understanding of issues and working with different groups you know, like, you know, when you did your thing, which was an aid of uh, Stop Northwest, that type of thing I think is very, very important because to me, the arts has a great power for not just cultural interaction, but social interaction and human engagement on a human level. Sure, you can have, excuse the term, arty-farty elements to it, 
but in, on a level arts is very very simple it's just about human discourse and interaction so if anybody has any doubts come along see it's 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 an open forum and the place is open to everybody and i will listen to the, you know anybody with the simplest ideas the most complex ideas they don't always work and i always like to say as well people come in you know what you should be doing great ideas are to a penny we all have great ideas every day on the hour making them realizing them that's the big challenge and that's a more difficult thing and you know my job is to kind of see okay yeah there's potential in that we can do that but sometimes there's no point running down a cul-de-sac that you know that you've been down there before that's you're not going to get it work and there's reasons that are like say the arts council see the hawkswell in sligo and the dock in Carrick and Shannon as front facing and I suppose what that means is they have big populations so they can sustain it through box office we can't but because there's a huge artist community and I mean that in terms of visual artists writers musicians poets whatever um, and poets have a place in the world too Brefty um, I didn't say <laughs> I didn't um, uh, th- th- that we would become a support and a resource for those artists but by doing that it wouldn't be just exclusive for the artist. We will try and engage artists with the community so that the community can find a certain sense of expression and ownership of what goes on in the Glens. Now, you're not just the arts director here as well. I know you've been involved in a couple of the productions, most notably on Thrill, and you did use a couple of fuckle in your introduction last week at our event. You're a bit of a Gaelgore? Well, and I think that's just because <clears throat> I moved to Galway. I had no urge when I moved from Dublin. And I just, I don't know, I just got immersed. T.G. Cacker had jobs going yeah, to Yeah, yeah. I got, I got immersed in it. And um, yeah, and then, yeah. So I just, I, I just happened to, I happen to speak it now. Um, and I, yeah, I don't see any um, great mystery around the Irish language either. And I make it my place always to speak to speak Irish when I'm here introduction, introducing shows and it's funny people like it the amount of people that have come up to me and said I don't really understand it's lovely to hear it and then apart from that there is a very strong Irish language speaking community here uh, and we're running the Aig Shaklunin on the bank holiday weekend here we have a full weekend of events the first time the Glens took it over um, from the local uh, group I'm working with them obviously um, that would be Russell Snuddy and Prin Dignan and uh, a number of others. Uh, and we have, it, it's all around food. We have two top class chefs coming in. Uh, you'll see it on our website. We also have Manchan McGann. And there, again, like people will go, food, is that art? Mm, anything is art. There is an artistic element of food. And uh, we're working with W8 as well on that. So, we hope to develop this over the next number of years, work with Falcha Ireland. They're very, very interested in it. If we could make that a success where you have a successful weekend looking at food and all its different aspects. Uh, like I say, Moncon McGann, who a lot of people would know from TG Carr and from the radio, great travel writer. And um, he's going to do a show, which is a, which is a funny look at Irish cooking. And the show is about 40% in Irish, 60% in English. So you wouldn't need a great level of Irish. And it's very, very funny. It's called Imak Zaran, bread and butter, um, which is basically what our staple diet was for years. <laughs> but, you know, we know there's an explosion now in the whole food industry and artistry, and it is. Um, and as we see in the new Ulster up there, 
Um, so that's very exciting for us and we would hope that would become an annual thing. Another, another big thing that the Arts Council in fairness and we're trying to do is develop more festivals here because it gets people in to get people to visit the area uh, because I don't need to tell you North Leitrim is the most stunning area and it's it's still an undiscovered gem um, now when I say that to people go oh, yeah we want it to stay that way but it'd be nice to have a few more shares a little bit more a little bit more people yeah. a little bit more yeah. money coming yeah, in absolutely a bit of a bigger population yeah because it's vital to the sustainability of the community absolutely yeah we'll go back to the, the first half of the question I asked you which I kind of deviated away from with the the, the Gaelga question but in terms of Ontrail you were producing or directing or both? So, yeah, so on Thriel, it's on the Leaving Cert syllabus. Um, and I worked with a company called Phoebean and Connemara. For, they're the, the biggest, I suppose, teen, the only teenage company working really directly for teenagers because children market is saturated in a lot of ways, an adult, but getting teens to engage with theatre is a difficult thing because it's kind of, you know, they're... Difficult it's too cool for school, <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. It's a little, that demographic. And uh, so we've had this show on the road for 15 years now, I think. Uh, and it goes on a national tour. So what I said to Phoebe was, you know, I, 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 I still engage with them a lot. I said, how about we bring it up here? We re-rehearse it here. We have all the facilities here. And again, it's great. We have, great, we have a great technical crew here. Uh and it goes out and it plays big big theatres like it plays in, in, in Cork, Dublin, Galway, uh, Limerick. And, uh, you know, it's it's a big show. Now, we can't quite fit it in here, but we do our best to get it in. And, and then the local schools came down and they were delighted to have it on their doorstep because they'd be travelling normally to go and see it. Uh, we reckon at this stage it's in the hundreds of thousands that have seen this show. Um, you have a captive audience because... But it's very different. We use puppets, masks, commedia dell'arte type movement and style. And what it does is it shows that, you know, you can do something through Van de Gaelga, through Irish, that's, you know, a little bit experimental, a little bit out there. It's good fun. And they see a production of something that could be quite turgid in the classroom that comes to a, a live... To, we always get a fantastic like the emails you get back and you know people saying god I didn't think you could do something like that with it and we try and bring as much humour out in it um, there's not a lot of humour in that play there isn't there is very little humour <laughs> you've obviously suffered it well, I, worse or better I'm not quite sure I think I opened it one night and I had a line or two, two lines in it um, in my own school days back in right. on the Hawkswell okay, stage of the Hawkswell the only time I've ever been on the stage of the Hawkswell right. and I said I was the oh god memory has escaped me now it's over 20 years ago but I think I was the it's the paper boy at the very yes, start that's right opens the, the show yeah gar, 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 gar soon nocht on the paper boy yeah, yeah that was me yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. I had two lines I had the same was, I go do fast okay. yeah. oh, I can't even remember. yeah, 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 yeah. something yeah. like that yeah. terrible and, tragedy yeah yeah, yeah. And I think I said it twice and then I was yeah. off stage that was yeah. it yeah. Um, so yeah no it was um, I'm, sh- I'm sure you made it your own <laughs> oh I'm not so sure <laughs> there's a reason why I only had the two lines in terms of where the future of the centre goes. What's next for the Glen Centre? How do you grow it here? What's the plan? Yeah, very good point. Um, and that'll be, hopefully, uh, we'll get a chance to discuss that with, with our public who come next month. Um, so we're working on a strategic plan. So given the Arts Council feeling in that there is not a population base here 
to be putting on bringing in big acts or big shows and their argument is if you want to see a big act a big show if the hawks well 25 minutes one way the dock 30 minutes the other and they have the budget to bring in these big acts so our residencies are going to become more and more important whereby we bring in artists who will work with the community and then something will be created out of that it might be a show like with little john Lee, it's now turning into a short film um Another element we want to do is we're go- there's going to be an investment made in sound equipment here and film equipment for the Sculpture Centre. And we're going to work together with Leitrim County Council to try and develop a, fin- a film, asp- attract the film industry to come and shoot stuff here because you have the most amazing landscapes. Absolutely. Amazing. Yeah. But you also do, so to do, for us to develop the expertise on the ground here as well. Like we have a lad in, um, Jonas Dello, and he's, he's brilliant. He did a sound production course here. And now we have him on a, a, a community employment scheme. And he's developing his skills to try and develop skills for locals and keep them here. I mean, that's the challenge for all small rural communities, towns around the country is to keep the youth you know, and, and that, that, that there is a sustainable employment for them. Now, we work in a particular niche area, which is the arts, but the arts is very, very important. We would hope to make the arts very, very important to this area, that it would attract people in, it is attracting more artists, but also people would come here to get the full cultural experience. And we're working very, very closely with REDS, the local town team committee here. We did a presentation last week for them. So that it's not seen as just a place you go to see a show once or twice a year that hopefully it will develop more that like I say communities will engage with us more that they'll be more proactive in what we do here in producing their own stuff perhaps whatever that may be it could be a food event it could be the active age group you know we will run a series of events in Baltina for the for the uh, active age group and that that type of thing uh, we're not it's, it's just not viable to expect that our box office will increase hugely. But So therefore, the, the concentration of, the, of engagement with the community, whether it's through schools, whether it's through community groups, that that becomes more and more important to the centre and its, and, and its activities. What are some of the productions that you're most looking forward to in the coming weeks? Well, I suppose it's something, you know, I suppose every director brings something to it. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big classical music fan. I've started a series of classical music gigs. I got the RT Contempo Quartet were here in, in January. But again, not just they did, a, they did a recital here, but they also went up to the local St. Clair School and did uh, workshops with it. And that was amazing. I got money from uh, Culture Ireland to do that. Uh, I have Finian Collins, one of our greatest pianists is coming next February. Uh, very lucky to get him. Um, because the amazing thing is when it can be the greatest artist in the world, when they come to the Glens, they're always blown away by the atmosphere. It's small, it's intimate, but because it's that old Methodist church, the acoustics are absolutely second to none. And what we do is here as well, I think we put a nice personal touch with the staff to, it to make people feel welcome. Our facilities are not top class in terms of green room or anything like that, but that they feel welcome and they get a really natural experience coming to it. We have a number of Christmas events coming up, a live crib we're going to be using the youth theatre here. We run three youth theatres, which are fantastic. And we'll have live animals. 
very evocative soundtrack. It's not going to be like acting out. There's no dialogue in it or anything like that. And I don't see it in terms of having any particular religious or spiritual element to it other than it's a beautiful experience. Just to come in because it's a great story so you can be a believer and non-believer. Uh, and I think it's going to be a lovely, lovely experience. So it's that type of thing that we want to develop. Uh, we'll have a, we have a big Christmas show put on by Rabbit's Riot. We have, we have three resident theatre companies. And again, you were saying what's our strategy going forward is to develop people's skills within the arts. We have Sploder, run by Prynne Dignan, who operate primarily in Irish, but also in English. And their first Protestant show has been on tour around the country. It's a fantastic show. We have Exit Does Theatre under Paddy McAneeny. And again, he had his first professional show here. Um, and Rabbit's Riot, who are a local group uh, run by uh, Trassa Nealan and Sonia Norris and they do great work and they're going to do a big Christmas show in conjunction with the Glens here over the Christmas yeah, and Rabbit's of course Rabbit's Riot are one that have actually come to my attention a good bit over the last yeah. couple of months because they do slightly different things Absolutely. I know they've lit they're up Glencar Waterfall yeah. they've done stuff on the lake there at, at uh, Parks Castle yeah. they're just a little bit different they are they're fantastic the, uh, Tras and Sonia they're just great enthusiasm great energy great ideas and I suppose our our part in that would be to help them develop those ideas and develop their skills. You know, they'd be the first ones to say, look, we're just starting out. But they, and they got recognised last year by uh, Leitrim County Council. They got a creative Leitrim Award. Um, and I think that's very important and I think it's a great initiative by the County Council in recognition of the work that they're doing. They have fantastic ideas around doing outdoor spectacles and for the last two years since before my time they've been doing the Christmas show here which is just great fun and very very inventive working off very limited budgets you know but it's very inventive stuff that they do very clever and just great fun and again they have a huge community engagement in it they even had our own Joe but Lachlan here taking part as the um, the dame last year and he was uh, scarily beautiful <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll listen to this. He'll be very happy. The, the ten will be on your desk. Yeah, yeah. But also, you know, we like uh, we're delighted. It's actually hasn't really been publicised much, but already selling well. We have Tommy Tiernan coming to the Bee Park on the twenty first of November, um, because we can fit in about three hundred and fifty there. And uh, Tommy is very kindly giving the proceeds towards our development fund here in the Glens. So. Is there more opportunities for you to use venues like that for the exceptional event that's a little bit larger than the average? Yes, that would be exactly what I would be hoping to do. Like, this will be the first time we've done that, that Lens has done anything like this. And, you know, working with Jerry Creamer in the Bee Park. And so that I would hope that uh, the Tommy Tiernan gig would be a great success, and no doubt it will be. And then other comedians will go, oh, that, that, that's an interesting place to play because again you know people seem to think you know that the big artists of the world you know the Tommy Tiernan's the Finian Collins who plays concert halls all over the world they love the reality of coming to a place that is just real you know that's rooted in the community there's no stiff upper lip about it and they love that experience they genuinely do I mean I think Tommy has played the Glen Fire and Ballroom a number of years ago and you know he loved it just you know it's so unique so yeah so that other comedians might go oh yeah that, that'd be a great spot to play you know like a different fun 
and we get an audience for them do you know and he's playing mid October 21st of November 21st of November he's always a great night yeah. out yeah, yeah, even like him below them he's still very funny ah he's brilliant yeah. um, but listen Brendan Murray of the director of the Glen Centre here in Manhampton it's been an absolute pleasure um, shooting the breeze with you for the last half hour or so and it's great to, to kind of get a little bit of a tour around the centre before yeah. we wrap up you might just tell us what's actually here in terms of facilities in terms of the, I know there's an auditorium but just take us on a little walk through the, the centre yeah so we have well people will come in we have the auditorium which seats 130 we have retractable seating which is great because sometimes we can then do it out in a cabaret style with candles on the tables if we've if we've an audience about 40, 50 and it gives it a great intimacy Seamus O'Rourke here, is here tomorrow night and the, and the following night and uh, you know that'll be packed so we'll have this, the full seating out then very limited backstage area and we're hoping that's where you know some of the money for development will be <clears throat> to try and open that out a little bit more in the backstage area but then up on the second and th- uh, third floors we have a training room which is also a rehearsal space but which is also rented out to community groups that you know want to put on seminars or uh, you know meetings whatever and we have three other offices uh w- w- one of which is used by the uh, ifi across the lines international fund for ireland project and then out the back we have four uh three offices and one apartment the apartment is used by artists it's a great thing that we can offer them to stay overnight makes it easier for them to travel they'll go great um cuts their, cuts their living costs down absolutely. in the arts world that can't be underestimated as yeah, well. You are absolutely right, Brefney. You see, people think, why don't you get so-and-so on the go? Because it costs them to come here. But if you can offer, you can just say, well, look, we have an apartment and it's nice. We got it done up recently. Money from Leader. Thank you, Leader. Um, <clears throat> and then downstairs, the Leitrim Development Company, Rent Space, uh, you know, <clears throat> Integrated Forum, there's various different groups, Rent Space. And that income is very important to us as well. But again, <clears throat> we're engaging with the community and we're offering something out there as well. Um so that's 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 what we have in a nutshell. Uh, our our space is very very limited. It's not we don't have the capacity around us to expand, uh, but we make full use of it. You know, you were saying you were amazed by the activity here. Yeah, from from September mm-hmm. right through till April, it's it's busy all the time. It's not just the showtime nights. They're they're the icing on the cake, if you like. Uh, it's 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 like weekends like. Leitrim County Council wanted me they wanted to run a seminar and I said I don't have a date for you in October November daytime at all between youth theatres community groups all in just didn't have the space you know which is, which is a nice complaint it is until the, the paymasters and they're like Indeed. Well, we want the funding <laughs> next year Brendan Murray of the Glen Centre it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you for the last and half hour thank you Brefney and can I wish you well I think what you're doing is absolutely amazing it's very very impressive it's fantastic thank well you very done. much appreciate the kind words this, of course, is Kiss My Arts. Uh, we have been in the Glen Centre in Manor Hamilton today. And I will be back tomorrow with a review of the Sporting Weekend. Talk to you then.